This time every week we cross to the States. Kevin Cullen of the Boston Globe. Good afternoon to you, Kevin. How are you, Jonathan? The audio of Amanda Berry speaking to this 911 operator saying she'd been missing 10 years, she's free now. It's been played everywhere and it, it just sums up how remarkable this story is. Something that has struck me as a little odd is the way the American media has been approaching this. It's In one context you have, yes, the horror of this, but the strange almost celebration surrounding it. It, it's strange that they're celebrating the release of the women almost as much as they are paying attention to the horror of what actually happened to them. Yeah, and actually the uh, the court stuff that came out yesterday, Jonathan, will show you how horrific it really was. That I'm that might explain particularly the broadcast media's approach to this in sort of a celebratory fashion because the facts are so disturbing. I mean, the the court records that were released yesterday indicated that uh, there was one woman who was held captive who was uh, impregnated five times by this guy and that he induced miscarriages in her by starving her and punching her in the stomach repeatedly. She says that happened five times. So I guess that might be one um, psychological explanation of why the, the, the television stations particularly are paying so much attention to the sort of... Um, end of the movie nature of, the, of what happened because the, the facts themselves are so horrific. And, and the, the women themselves, when they were being brought to their family homes, had camera crews pitched outside. The race, I'm assuming, is on for their first TV interview, despite the fact that there's a criminal process now in place. Uh, are these women ever now going to get peace on the back of what has happened? Well, I mean, typically American, though, isn't it, in the sense that um, they have gone from victims to celebrities overnight, and I guess there would be some people, you know, if Max Clifford was representing them, they'd be making sure that they had all sorts of endorsement deals and things like that lined up. So, you know, I don't mean to be, you know, flip about this, because these are these are women who probably will need serious financial help down the road. So if they can cash in on it, um, I would imagine a lot of people in this country would say more power to them. I know you've been writing in your own column in the Boston Globe this week about how Boston is moving on from from the Patriots Day bombings. The story that really struck me as quite odd this week is is the burial of Tamerlan, the the elder right. bomber, um, and the fact that nobody was willing to bury him. That that the state and the city had to move in uh, to make sure that he got a burial somewhere at an right. undisclosed location. Were you surprised by that? That 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 became part of the story. I mean, I guess I'm I'm not surprised that there were 10 or 20 yahoos that stood outside the funeral home and wrapped themselves in American flags. The people that did that, if they if they weren't doing that, they would have been standing at the corner with a squeegee begging for money from stop traffic. That was the type of people that were doing it. But I was surprised by, you know, the mayor of Boston and, and, and the manager of the, the city of Cambridge saying that they would not accept the bodies. I just don't understand why any public official would make a remark like that. And it seemed to me that that gave, that gave official cover to the sort of hateful stuff that we saw. I mean, for Christ's sake, Lee Harvey Oswald is buried here. Um, you know, people that have assassinated presidents have been buried. People that murder police officers have been buried without incident. But I think it, it goes back to this, this sort of, would these things happen if there weren't TV cameras there, Jonathan? I really wonder. I, I, I think that the yahoos who were outside the funeral home, if there's no TV cameras, they just go away. But I, that does not explain the what you would expect, a little more profound uh, statements of of decency and civility coming from. I was very disappointed in Tom Menino, our mayor, because I think Tom Menino 
um, handled himself extremely well. He's he's going through a, a lot of physical challenges, and I remember at the memorial service, the, I, one of the most moving things that happened there at the four, three days after the bombing. I don't know if you remember it, but it, with great effort, Tom Menino pulled himself out of uh, his wheelchair to speak in in the church, and that was I had never been prouder of him. And then you know here you go two weeks later, and he does this boneheaded thing. I don't know who advised him on this, but. I, I did a column about this today, and I said the people that wrap themselves in American flag and yell hateful things at the TV cameras, I say congratulations, because you're doing exactly what the bombers wanted you to do. People that have yelled vile things at, 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 at Muslim people. In my hometown, Malden, just north of Boston, there's a beautiful Palestinian doctor named Heba Ablan. She was attacked two week, a, a week ago by some idiot that came up to her and started calling her a terrorist and screaming at her. She's a doctor who has helped more Americans than that fool ever will. But, you know, there was one nice thing about it. Heba told me that um, the police officers that responded were very kind to her. And she said the mayor of Malden, um, Gary Christensen, called her and said, that is not what this town stands for. And she, she took away more positives than negatives from it. And that's, I guess, the way you have to look at this stuff. Mm-hmm. There are idiots out there. That, that, but I, I think there, uh, there are many, many, many more good people. There are many strange people in America. I just want to finish up on this one, which is the, the homemade gun. Um, that's mm. terrifying. We talked about guns a lot. It's made from plastic. You use a 3D printer that pretty much is on sale anywhere. This is Cody R. Wilson, and he's the guy who f- figured out how to print a semi-automatic rifle in the comfort of his own home. The information is online, and of course the concern is that others now do this as well. Have a listen uh, to Cody R. Wilson um, taking part in a TV documentary. Gun control for us is a fantasy. <laughs> in a way that like, people say, well, you're being unrealistic about printing a gun. I think it's more unrealistic now, especially going forward, to think you could ever control this technology. Joe Biden, this is no country for old men. How's that national conversation going? I, I think he's a, he's a college student. He's saying this is how futile gun laws are, that you can create this. But what he has done is he's put these um, th- these designs online, which means that every nut job who has a 3D mm-hmm. printer, and thankfully there's not that many because there's not that many 3D printers, can replicate right. this. It's great, isn't it? Is this a great country? Is it, isn't freedom a wonderful thing? Well, I mean, that's the, that's, the, that's the downside of stuff like that in America. You are free to be an idiot. You are free to create weapons of mass destruction, even if it's one person carrying it. So, you know, I know there's going to be legislative efforts to control this, but once that information is out there, there'll just be a black market to it. And, so. and, and see, what, what this chap needed to think about is in countries that don't have a gun problem, like in this country, People who have a 3D printer can now print one of his bloody guns. And and therefore, we're opening up to a whole new bunch of people access to weaponry that previously wouldn't have, wouldn't have even been considered. Don't don't think the crims in, in West Dublin have not read this story. I just hope you, I hope you guys don't have those printers over there. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. know if they have them yet, but I'm sure criminals around the world are watching this oh, and uh, th- th- thanking, thanking whoever brought it in. I think the U.S. government has now ordered the designs be removed, but the problem being, as I said, once they're up, uh, okay. they're up for good.